Cars and Classic Cars and Trucks. Street Rod and Custom Radio is your inside track to today's automotive hobby. Now, here's your host, Dan Boots Longinette. That's right, we're back another wonderful weekend with Street Rod and Custom Radio. Now, I every once in a while I screw up and say the other radio show we do. You haven't so done get, it in a while. I haven't done it in a while? Good, because no, you catch it. at it when you're, edit, when you're editing. You did it on right. the other radio show. I did you that one. Street Rod <laughs> I did, did I? Oh, boy. <laughs> Not this way around. Uh, well, we got another good show. We're going to talk some Chrome again. We're going to talk some batteries again. So we got Mikey Barr. It's Mike Barr, but Vietnam veteran, 69 years old. You'd never know by looking at him. And this guy knows Chrome inside and out. And then I have Jim McElvain again. In one of guy. our good buddies. Because wintertime's coming for some of us. Some of you West Coasters don't have to put up what we put up with. But. Well, not only wintertime, but man, it's been super hot. Your batteries take a beating in the heat, too. That's what the, 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 I didn't never knew that. And then the funny thing is, McIlvain, Jim, he pointed that out to us, and I would have never known that. But mm-hmm. what come, what happens on the West, East Coast, East Coast, is all summer, I was just in Florida about a month ago, and it was hotter there. Temperature-wise... It was hotter than Ohio, okay? It was like 96 there. It was 90 here. But 90 in the north, midwest, or wherever we're at. With the humidity With the humidity will kick your behind. Harleys are great when I ride my Harley in this weather until I stop at a light. Oh, and all the heat off the engine. Yeah, I don't have to be fixed. Mm. I can spade or neuter myself right on the spot. <laughs> it's so hot. It's terrible. Terrible! So this time of year, we're beating those batteries to death. And then come wintertime when you need the cranking amps because the oil's thick and it's cold out and you're cranking, cranking, cranking. Next thing you know, car won't start and you're in trouble. You know, we're talking about the heat, by the way. Yeah. I saw, since this is, I haven't checked, uh-huh. but I checked the other day for the Labor Day forecast because this is Labor Day weekend. And uh, I saw it's going to be 96 here on Labor Day. No way. Monday. That's what I saw. <laughs> it could have changed because, you know, the weather changes every two days. But 96, that's... And imagine if you, you know, a lot of people have their cars out on Labor Day weekend. There's a, a big car show or, you know, some people have them out for parades and it can just roast your battery, the heat. Yeah. I, I, it's just, it's pathetic. And then you, then you got to sit there and say, well, should I put a battery tender? Should I do this? Should I do that? So remind me when we talk to Jim what we should do. Mm-hmm. I mean, and really get into the nuts and bolts of it. Then we're going to talk about Chrome. Um, there's our dying breed in america because if you think about anything built after what 1988 probably didn't have any chrome except maybe a pickup or an suv but everything got rubber bumpers or plastic bumpers or everything turned into a jelly bean a squared off jelly bean and then they rounded off the front there are times at a light i can't tell a hyundai from a mercedes unless i look at the emblems because they all look the same i mean it's terrible but you know, it is what it is, and that's just life. What but. is it with the car world that does that? You remember you remember uh, when the Dodge Rams came out, and they were a different-looking truck? Then now they Ford look like and Chevy Rams. had to make their truck look like would the you, Ram. If you had to buy a new truck, what would you buy? I would buy either a Ford F-150, uh-huh. because I've grown up with Ford loyalty. I agree. If I was buying my dad, a, a domestic and I had a name. Ford, and yeah. so I would do that, or I would get a Tacoma or a Tundra you know, from Toyota, funny. because I've seen, my dad had a little Toyota pickup that he ran to death back in the day, yeah. and I know all, everybody says how great the Toyota trucks perform oh, now, and I saw it firsthand when I was young, so I would do a Ford or Toyota, but that's because that's how I grew up. Well, I can tell you this, I, uh, 
what do I want to say? I, I can tell you that I've owned more Fords. I've had two Chevy pickups. I've had a brand new Ranger back in 87. I had two or three F-150s. I had an F-250. I've had two F-250s. I have an E-450, our motorhome, for other radio show. And I have to say, I lean towards Ford, too. But it's funny, in the world I'm in, they're like, uh, well, you're a diehard this year. No, I'm not. I'm not. I love all. I, lo- I think the Dodge pickup is the prettiest truck on the road by far. But I personally don't like to buy Mopars. Doesn't no? I have an old Mopar. I have a '76 Chrysler Cordoba. I'm not anti-Mopar. I just do a lot of stuff in the automotive world, and I come to find out that it's just not my it's not my cake. But that doesn't mean I don't like yours. And if you pull up in a Hemi loaded up freaking Dodge truck, they're the prettiest things on the road. But I have a new Toyota Tundra, 5.7 V8. I love that truck. I pulled the 57 behind it. Don't do this at home, kids. But I looked up, and I was going in the 80s. And didn't An open know, I had didn't no idea, and I wasn't laboring the motor at all. Yeah, I was rocking and rolling down the pike, baby, and I was like, "Whoa!" But here's what I here's what I urge everybody to do: if you don't like Dodgers, you don't like Toyotas, you don't like Fords, you don't like Chevys, or you go up to a car show, you don't like a '39 Ford, it's not your place to ruin the guy's day or girl's day. Okay, <laughs> make over someone's car. That's what's wrong with the world. Nobody's nice. Just because we all have opinions doesn't yeah. mean everybody wants to. Yeah, hear. it's like you know what? Everybody has one. I really don't want to hear yours. But when you listen to our radio show, I guess we got them. So, but we got a great show today. We have all these special guests like we always do. You're tuned in to Street Rod Custom Radio with your host Dan Boots, Lunginette, and Ryan Baker in the Fishbowl. We'll be right back after this. For fast, powerful, and portable ratcheting without a power cord or air hose, pick up the Craftsman C3 19.2-volt Max Access Auto Ratchet. The ratchet head delivers up to 420 inch-pounds of torque at 225 RPMs, enough power to turn just about any stubborn fastener quickly. The pass-through design eliminates the need for deep sockets and lets you tighten and loosen long bolts fast, even in tighter workspaces. Craftsman, made to make. Available at Craftsman.com, Sears.com, Sears, Sears Hometown, and Sears Hardware Stores. Welcome back to Street Rod Custom Radio. I'm your host, Dan Boots Lunch. And I have the legendary, my favorite NBA player of all time, Jim McElvane. And he is the e-care manager of Optimum Batteries. You said you made that up, really? You joking with me? I did. Yeah. So what do you want to call yourself? You're a manager. What's e-care mean? What's that short Uh, for? Electronic, I guess. (laughs) Okay. Well, makes sense. So how you been? What's new in your world? Uh, We're just hustling around Optimum, search the ultimate streetcar, just... uh, had a stop at Road America last weekend, and we go down to NOLA Motorsports Park on the 17th and 18th uh-huh. of September, and then we wrap up the regular season at Auto Club Speedway in early October before we bring all the cars that we've invited out to the SEMA show in Las Vegas and the Ultimate Streetcar Invitational. Nice. So i got to thank you again because since you've educated me on batteries, my batteries have not gave me any grief um, I'm very fortunate because my shop, I keep it, even in the market I'm at where it gets cold in the wintertime, I keep it at 57 degrees all year round because 57 is my lucky number. But, but, but <laughs> really, that's got to get expensive if it gets hot. No, you know, my, no, no, well, no, no, well, no, 57 in the summer, I'm talking about in the wintertime, summertime, oh, okay. summertime, I sweat like the fat man I am, but, but no, in the wintertime, I keep it at 57 because, you know, it just, it, it, I don't want the cars to get, I don't even know where you should keep it in the wintertime, but that's where I keep it. But you told you me... you got to find somebody that knows what the, the right temperature is for keeping them 
um, warm in the winter. And, and I can tell you from a battery perspective, as long as your battery is fully charged, uh, you shouldn't have any issues with it. The, the Optima red tops are protected from freezing down to minus 50 degrees, and the wow. yellow tops are protected down to minus 30. So, Well, I got red tops. Um, haven't had any trouble with them um, at all ever since I've been every once in a while right wrong or different i'm hoping i'm right i just charge them up with the agm setting at 10 amp and i let it run for about 12 hours and i have dual batteries in the back of the 5.7 so uh it just seems to be i never have trouble i've never had the car leave me stranded knock on wood because of battery issues well good and as long as the charger is, is one of the smarter chargers that has a microprocessor and more and more of those being sold today are uh, it won't charge at a full 10 amps the whole ten, the whole time. It'll taper amperage and voltage as it goes through the charging cycle and mm-hmm. kind of be a smarter charger about how it tops your battery off. You know, and, and so we're, winter time's around the corner, as much as I hate to say it, and a lot of the big misconception is the fact that the heat is harder on batteries than the cold, but because of the cold, when a battery's going bad, you need more cranking amps because the oil's so heavy because of the cold. Am I correct in saying that? Yeah, the heat really beats the batteries up, but a lot of people won't notice it until it gets cold because you're right, that's when it does take a little bit more energy to get a car started. And then with the new electronics, I mean, I'm really confused on this. It seems like every new car I get into has more and more and more and more electronics, and you think it would kill the batteries faster. What are you guys doing on the technical side of that to stop that from happening? Well, that's kind of the automaker's. Um, you know, we're going we're gonna to pass the buck to those guys because they're the ones that put in OnStar and, and all these other GPS-based devices that stay on all the time. People know that that drains batteries down because everybody has cell phones, and when your cell phone's in an area that doesn't have good reception, the cell phone automatically starts turning up the wick so it can try to get a signal somewhere, and your battery dies faster on your cell phone. So mm-hmm. the same thing happens in your car, especially when you're parking it in a garage or a parking ramp where... It doesn't have a uh, good reception. The, the car will start to try to get a better signal on, on some of those GPS-based devices and, and discharge the battery faster. Now, you won't notice that if you just go to work for the day or you go to a movie or something, but um, when, when it really starts to catch up with people is when they park their car at the airport in a parking ramp for a couple of weeks while they're on vacation and they come back and maybe the airport's not that far from home, so the car's charging system doesn't get a chance to recover uh, the amount of energy that was discharged out of the battery while it sat for so long, and, and that starts kind of the downward spiral of the battery's lifespan. Okay, so hmm. with you guys, so you, you build the best battery possible that you can possibly build. You just need to make sure that, so let's go back to GM for a second. They have OnStar and all that stuff. We just got to make sure when that car is running that that battery is like, okay, give me some re-energy here. Give re-energize me or whatever you want to say. But you, you make the battery where it can accept whatever it's thrown at it, correct? Within reason. Okay. Uh, you can't hook a battery up to a 200-amp shop charger and leave it running overnight and expect that everything's going to be fine because it might just melt the battery. That's way too much current. But, mm-hmm. uh, it, you know, batteries are intrinsically not really intelligent, autonomous pieces of equipment. They're going to do what is asked of them. And if there's current being pulled out of them, they're going to give you the current that whatever the draw is asking now, with our batteries, because of the low internal resistance, they'll probably keep delivering current far longer than a traditional flooded battery that has mm-hmm. higher internal resistance and probably will reach a full state of discharge around 10.5 volts, and you're just not going to get any more energy out of it. No? Okay. okay. All right. Jim McElvain, he is the e-care manager for Optima Battery. When we get back, he's going to share some SEMA secrets he told me all about because SEMA's right around the corner. You're tuned in to Street Ride and Custom Radio with your host, Dan Boots Longinette. We'll be right back after this. So like it or not. 
On the track, even one hundredth of a second decides who wins and who loses. That's why Bridgestone uses advanced racing technology to create their fastest street legal replacement tire yet. The new Bridgestone Potenza RE71R. Engineered with an innovative hydro evacuation surface and unique tread compounds, the new Potenza RE71R is designed to give you maximum grip and ultimate cornering on or off the track. Bridgestone is changing the game in tire performance. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. Welcome back to Street Rod and Custom Radio. I'm still with the legendary Jim McElvain. He is EK manager at Optima Battery. And before we went on break, Jim, you said you've got a big secret you can share with me about SEMA. Well, it gets to be less of a secret when I share it with you, but I'm happy to do that. <laughs> well, thank you. We are we're getting a new rig, um, and a lot of people have a booth at SEMA that they put in storage for 360 days a year. And so that just doesn't make any sense. So we bought a semi-trailer and converted it into a kind of a mobile marketing display that we use at the SEMA show, and then we take it all around the country, take it to Pirelli World Challenge races, and, uh, good guys riding custom shows and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so this new rig is going to have kind of a, a bar-type setup for it, and it's going to have uh, 10 virtual reality headsets. Have you ever used a virtual reality headset before? No, I haven't. Sounds cool as heck, though. It's it's moving along pretty quickly, and, and you can actually do some really neat stuff relatively inexpensively, even with your smartphone. Um, they've got these things called cardboard and some other um, things that you can pop your cell phone into okay. and wear it like a, you know, like a set of goggles and watch a video on your cell phone. And as you turn your head, your perspective on the video changes. And so there's, there's one that people can look at right now on, on YouTube that's really popular. It's the Blue Angels. If you look up Blue Angels 360, you're in the cockpit of one of their jets, and as you move the the cursor or if you've got your phone if you move your phone around you'll see the top of the canopy you'll see the plane to the left you'll see the plane to the right it's really cool so um we thought that was cool enough that we wanted to do something like that with our brand ambassadors so we've already had lucas murphy who races an ultra four mm-hmm. um, king of the hammers we've already had him all set up and we've put these 360 360 degree cameras on his rig so you can see all the way around his truck when he's climbing up the side of a mountain, right. racing across the desert flats. Uh, we did the same thing with Corey Weller, our sponsored SR1 off-road racer. Those are those little UTVs that fly through the air and have full cages. Right. And then uh, yesterday and today over in Michigan, uh, Mark Stilo, the legendary Camaro builder, has one of those uh, rigs set up on his Camaro, and he's running around uh, racetrack there. And also uh, James Clay from Bimmer World, who is somebody we sponsor, and He's got one of those rigs set up on his BMW, and uh, we also actually have a sponsored water skier, Chris Parrish, who just came off a neck surgery, and if we can get him healthy under the deadline, we're going to try to figure out a way to strap that onto his head so he can go around a slalom course with him nice. at 65 miles an hour, which is really intense if you've ever seen slalom skiing. So we're, we're filming all those right now, and they're going to be ready for the SEMA show. For those who in the listening audience who go out to the SEMA show, be sure you stop by and check out our rig in Central Hall at Las Vegas Convention and uh, Center, and then uh, we'll bring that around the country. So folks uh, at other places nice. that maybe go to Pirelli World Challenge races or King of the Hammers out in the California desert can can check that out and see what it's all about. So, so what uh, exactly do pe- when people are sitting there doing this? Do, do they flinch a lot or anything like that? Because like because I I picture someone like moving her head back and forth trying to miss something. Or is that, have you seen someone use it yet? It depends on how good the experience is and how immersive it is. Uh-huh. I, I was. In uh, 
Menlo Park, California, where all the really smart people from Stanford are deciding what our world's going to look like 20 years from now. Okay. And I, I put on the headset that they had out there to a virtual reality company, and, and they had this setup where you're standing on basically a piece of wood, and the floor all the way around it comes out, and it just starts dropping down. You can look down, you can see the floor moving away from you. And then they tell you to take a step forward, mm-hmm. and when you do, you step off that platform, and you have the sensation that you're falling. And then when you get to the bottom, the whole screen goes red. Uh, and and I was out there actually with the NBA Players Association. They had a tech summit, and a couple of the guys that were standing on that beam didn't want to take the step off. I mean, we're all standing in the room knowing that there's a floor underneath them, right underneath them, but they're so afraid of heights, they didn't want to take that <laughs> step off as they looked down. No kidding. Yeah, that's it's and it's really cool. You really get the sensation that you're in that environment, except you know for the fact that when you take the step, there's something below your feet right. instead of air. You know, Jim. One thing I've never we've never asked about you. So I know you're an NBA. You're a heck of a rebounder, and it's easy to find you at SEMA because you're about a foot taller than everybody else. But but tell us about you. How did you leave the NBA and end up at Optima? You know, it's it's kind of a weird thing get a lot of free time in the NBA, more so than folks would think, especially when you're on the road. Not so much as baseball guys, but get into a lot of trouble if you want to. Uh, I would go out to dinner and watch movies with some of my teammates, Tim Legler, Brent Price, George Mirasan. So we tended not to stay in the bars and clubs and stuff like that and stayed out of trouble. We were all married and had kids. Right. Um, but I spent a lot of time on the internet just as message boards were taking off. And CamaroZ28.com was the first automotive-based message board on the Internet. And mm-hmm. some friends of mine, Chris uh, Fres and Jason Debler up in Michigan, started it. And I was spending a lot of time on there because I had bought a 99Z28 and had Lingenfelter put a 383 in it. You know, that was kind of my fun thing. And then mm-hmm. an Impala SS forum came along, and I had one of those, so I nice. started spending time on that, that forum. And through that, I ended up meeting the editor of popular, well, at the time he was the editor of GM High Tech Performance Magazine, Johnny right. Hunkins, and then, he later moved to Popular Hot Rodding, and now he's over at one of the Mopar titles. Nice. And okay. uh, he was based in New Jersey at the time I was playing for the Nets. Got to be good friends with him, and then uh, he started reading what I was posting on these internet forums and thought I had very good writing skills. Asked me if I wanted to write for the magazines. I said, sure, but I don't know anything about cars. And so he said, that's okay. I was selling appliances at Best Buy before I started doing this stuff. <laughs> I couldn't imagine uh, Boots, Jim, and George Murison, the one guy that makes Jim look small. I know. Well, Jim, we appreciate your time as always, and I, I encourage everyone to buy an Optima battery from your boat to your street rod to whatever you own, because they've never let me down, and what a wonderful company. And Jim, we always appreciate you coming to the show, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, brother? Thank you for having me on. I appreciate uh, it. Oh, no problem. So, Jim McElvain, e-care manager for Optima Batteries. This is Street Rod Custom Radio with your host, Dan Boots Longinette. We'll be right back after this. The Dodge brothers weren't big on self-restraint, and thank goodness for that. Because when you're always pushing the limits, you engineer cars like the available 370-horsepower Dodge Charger with a Torque Flight 8-speed automatic transmission. It's why Dodge is the only brand that grows as fast as it drives. One drive and you'll discover why Dodge is America's fastest-growing performance brand. Data is calculated using the latest available year-over-year retail vehicle registrations. Dodge is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC. Welcome back, Street Rod and Custom Radio. I've got my one of my closest buddies from way back when, 
And you know what? In the car world, Ryan, it's kind of one of those odd things because you meet a lot of guys that'll take your money and run with it and won't come through with a great product. But Mike Barr from Metal Bright. Mike, welcome back to the show. It's been a while. How you been, brother? Good, Boots. It's good to hear from you. Yeah, I mean, you know what? You've done a lot of chrome and stainless work on my 5.7, and you've done some street rods I've built. And, you know, everyone has their guy. But my thing is, I think anyone nowadays with technology, and if they have some patience and polishing, can build you a good product. But it's the service that you provide that I know my stuff's going to come back perfect. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, I can't appreciate. I mean, because you, you, people ship from all over the world to you now, right? Yeah. Um, well, first of all, Boots, you you keep me in high standards as far as uh, <laughs> I know exactly what you're expecting, and that's what we look for in a customer. You know, it's hard to read the guys over the phone or across the state or across the country of what he's wanting. But uh, a conversation uh, within five ten minutes, I can tell what this guy actually wants. Right. Uh, we have um, we have a guy that's, is doing a car and he's wanting to sell it, or we got a guy that's showing a car in concourse uh, style. So you know, we we try to get in this guy's head and find out what he wants first. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's true. But but you know, me being the gearhead, I think I am. I can't tell. I can see bad paint quicker than I can see bad chrome, unless sure. it's really obvious. Right. But one thing I've noticed, some of the aftermarket parts that I put on the 57, a lot of the chrome seemed like it yellowed, and you've redone all that for me. Right. And why is that? And I, I never know how to answer that question when someone comes right. up to me. There's two types of chrome plating. Okay. There's X-valent and there's trivalent. Say it one more time. X, like, like X X-ray? With H-E-X. Okay. X-valent. All right. And trivalent. The EPA has been trying to eliminate hexvalent chrome throughout the country for years. Sure, they will because they like you it. They don't like grandfathered it. to have it. Okay. You are under a lot of strict regulations while you have it. Um, trivalent is more EPA friendly, but it's got a different color. So the true hot rodder, the car guy, the motorcycle guy, he wants that certain color, which is got more of a blue tint okay that's the hex valent so if you got a brand new harley or an old hot rod and you're wanting me to match that color okay i can do it because i have the hex valent okay so all right wait i'm, I'm kind of confused now so what 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 did you put on my car hex valent okay and that's better in your eyes yes okay because See, that's it's, well i mean hex valent has been around for years i mean that's that's the stuff that's hard to keep in your building. Uh-huh. We still have it. Okay. The trivalent is better EPA regulation. Yeah, but, you know, what could it possibly hurt? I mean, is there some duck getting cancer from it or something? I don't understand. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, yeah. <laughs> really? It's, it's uh, that dumb. I've got the third ear growing out of my head. Yeah. Yeah. You look real unsafe. Thank I mean, you. you're what? You, you look like you're 40. How old are you actually, Mike? I'll be 69. 69. Yeah, I've been in business 43 years. And you look like, I'm not, I'm not sucking up here i mean you do look like you're in your 40s and you're pretty, you're, you're yeah you're a beautiful man if i was going to jump the fence <laughs> you'd be my first pick young girls How's that? <laughs> but no i i think that so you were even in vietnam correct i'm sorry you were in vietnam yeah so that that so you've seen this industry just take a complete i can't imagine what all of you've seen because we first became friends back in probably 96 or 7 when i first met you up at the nationals right and and I look back at those old albums I have, pictures. My goodness, were the cars ugly in 95. 
Well, we thought we were cool back then, didn't we? Yeah, we thought that we were. I mean, I look at my 57, I had 15 inch wheels. I oh, had. Yeah. I, I had, was building hot rods in the 70s, so oh. you can imagine what the 70s hot rods looked like. <laughs> oh, Sun Pop, his and her sunroofs. Uh, oh, yeah. Fluffy fur in the back yep. window. Krager wheels. <laughs> Everything at Krager's. Krager's are coming back, but they, they kind of staled out. Well, I mean, if you're, you're building, building period cars, you got to have what's what was back right. in those days. You know, so so before we came on air, we were talking about my motorcycle, and I was actually really thinking about sending my tank to you and have you chrome it. But what yeah. we what we come to find out is we were fiddling around with it, and we saw just a little bit of body work on it. Sure. And I thought, well, I don't want to get a chrome then because right. it's a tank, and I, I don't think you could probably lead that in properly, right, on a gas Not tank. really. I mean, we fix some, and we do a lot of restoration work on old motorcycles, and we've got an old wizard gas tank in here right now that came in and dented up, and we fill it with solder, and then uh, then and instead of drilling holes and pulling this thing out, we uh-huh. just fill it with solder and then then put acid copper over top of it to and, seal that solder in. And you can get and, it 90%, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. You know, but but again, I, I, I so anyway, so I f- went to this auction, and I found a '70s sissy bar chopper, mm-hmm. and so I t- I cut the the factory seat apart, and I put this on the back, and I lucked out so bad because the rake is exactly like the front of the bike. Okay, but where it came together, the chrome was already fatigued, and I didn't. I, I mean. I, like most Chrome people, we want you to we want to mail it overnight and have it by tomorrow, and we mm-hmm. know that's impossible. So I thought, well, I'm going to ride it out this this summer, and I'm in a, based around Ohio, so I know I'll have a nasty winter coming up in about three months. So well, I'll, I'll, right now is a good time. Any any plating shop usually right after summer, you know, after September, the kids are going off to school. Mm-hmm. Vacation money's over with. A lot of the car and bike shows are over with. Mm-hmm. So now September through November, we our turnaround time's a lot better. But right after Thanksgiving, that's when all heck breaks. Oh, I'll have it there before that. But 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 I, then I thought, well, I want to leave that patina on it. But I thought, no. I, so now I'm over. It's coming to you. We're okay. going to Cromer, and uh, and my biggest issue it has. Uh, powder coated wheels and, and and but you know what I, i'm starting to like it but i'm such a chromosexual uh-huh. everybody makes fun of me yeah i'd chrome whole car if i could i mean oh, I, yeah, I, I, I love, love it. you <laughs> i know i'm your guy yeah but uh but we're going to take a break and when we get back um i want to talk to you about just just things in general what do you what have you seen changed recently because i know there's some big changes in the world okay. and and let's just talk about the craziest thing you've chromed and 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 name something you can't fix because from what i understand you can fix just about anything so okay. uh, we'll take a break we'll be right back after this this is street rod and custom radio with your host dan boots Longinette and ryan baker and the fishbowl Haynes manuals are now available in online format for all electronic devices. With Haynes Manual Online, you get all the trusted content of the Haynes printed manual. Added features include the ability to enlarge every color photo, a keyword search function, and a detailed troubleshooting section. There are over 180 car, truck, and motorcycle online manuals to choose from, with more being added every day. Go to Haynes.com and enter your make, model, and year to find the Haynes online manual for your vehicle. You can do it for yourself. Let Haynes Manuals Online show you how. Welcome back to Street Rod and Custom Radio. I'm still with Mikey Barr in Metal Dash Bright B R I T E. 
Polishing.com. Metal dash bright. What do you call that little thing, Ryan? What is that little dash? The real I believe d- it's a hyphen. A hy- is that a hyphen? I call yeah, it a dash. D A S. Dash works too. People know. Dash. Okay. All right. So it's dot com. Us old guys don't know that stuff. Yeah. We were kids. They called it a dash, didn't they, Mike? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, before we went on break, I was asking, what is the. The other day I was at a car show and there was a 59 Imperial four door hardtop. Uh-huh. One owner inch looking car, probably a grandpa, had some whiskey dents here and there. But I walked over to him and, I, and the rumor was they were wanting to sell it. And I walked over to him and he goes, and I was looking at the chrome first, and right away you popped in my head. I went, I can get all this fixed. Because back in 59 Imperial, it had this bullet-looking housed taillight on the back. Uh-huh. And uh, they never pitted, and I think they're pot metal, I'm assuming, correct? Yeah. Okay, but I'm thinking, well, I get them chrome, I get that chrome, I get this chrome. And a guy standing next to me goes, I black this thing out and put all the chrome. I'm like, no, 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 no. This car needs, because the bumpers are still mint, yeah. but all the pot metal had that typical Midwestern, pimples you could call it you know what i mean this looks like that it's it's, it's like a pimple it works its way from inside and pushes itself out okay so i went over to the guy and i said uh you selling this car he goes yeah i'm thinking about a boots i said how much he goes 2700 bucks i went sold and he stopped and his wife jumped up out of the chair and they're like what i said i'll give you three grand for it right now and they're like well well, can i have your card (laughs) i think that he wants to sell it but he doesn't but i tell you what if i get my hands on that car I'm going to bring them parts and pieces to you, but okay. but my my point is this: should that scare me? This back because this thing's got like a tail light and it looks like a sight on a fifty gun on like an old army jeep, right? And it's got the tail light kind of inside of it, yeah. But it's 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 got a really bad flake, so but th- yep. there, there's no damage, no. But can you fix that? Oh sure. Okay. Yeah. And what? How headache is it to get? Up inside, because it's like I said, it's got that like oval little circle thing going on around it. How do you get the the damage away from that? Well, if I told you boots, then you'd want. No, I don't want to do what you do. I've been to your shop. I hats off to you guys. <laughs> I couldn't do what you do for five minutes because I broke my my hand about well not but yeah. I was I well, had we, a, t- we we strip it all the way down a bare die cast and then we go through it and we glass bead everything, make sure everything's clean first, inside and out, and then we start lightly grinding those imperfections out and what we can't grind out we build it up with two different types of copper mm-hmm. copper strike cyanide copper and then we put acid copper on there so it's like putting more metal back onto the part we bring her back to the tech he sits there and massages this uh, copper it's just like that copper is like in the body shop world primer and bondo so we use copper so we mm-hmm. We put copper on, we sand copper off, we just build a part up, and then when we get it to a mirror finish, then it goes into the woods nickel and then hexavalent chrome. Mm-hmm. And then it's fixed. And then it's done. But it's expensive, which obviously it should be because not everyone can do it, and if everyone did it, then it would be cheap, and Walmart would have a little typical, display. It's typical time, uh-huh. you know. You could have 10 sets of those imperial taillights, and I guarantee you it would you couldn't do the same amount of work on 10 sets. Right. One's going to be more work than the next one. Right. And that's where the trust comes in. That's why right. I, that's why I trust right. you. I drop off a box. I don't ask your price. I'm like, just make them look good. Right. That's half the battle. And I brought you some stuff that I thought he'll never make us look good, like the homemade grill bar we put in the 57. Oh, that was and, beautiful, wasn't it? Uh, you let it in and you did your nickel or whatever you guys do. And it, it I still get compliments on that. And well, then, I, in fact, when you, 
funny you brought that up. Uh, up at the Dublin show, I came over and looked at the car and looked inside. I love the interior. Mm-hmm. And I went up to that grill bar and looked it over just to see how she was holding up. And Perfect. It still looks good. Yeah. And you know what I didn't do? I didn't over crank it because it wasn't made for the car. Right. And I had five points of tightening, quarter oh. by 20. But I didn't want to. I, I thought, you know what? This baby steps. And as soon as so every once in a while I, I put Loctite on it and I put big washers behind it and there I just go. I just snug it up every once in a while because right. I, I I I can't imagine some of the things you've seen in the past where you tell the guy hey be careful with this because it's delicate and then he comes back and the chrome's cracked because he overtightened. Oh yeah, it. a guy just sent me a Packard emblem off the thirty-five Packard uh-huh. and part of the P is missing. Oh, so what do you do? Take I, I told him I said do you have the part where I can I can put it back together? He said no. Oh. I said, send it. I said, I can make a P. Okay. So we make it out of solder. We we make a mold. Nice. We pour the solder in there, and then I can attach that to the Packard emblem. <laughs> He'll never know the difference. Okay, so everybody listening right now, if you have a broken emblem and you don't think it could be fixed, it could pretty much be fixed it within can. reason. No kidding. So if a guy's got a car that's got a an emblem down the side, it says Mercury, and the top of the C's cracked off, right. you can reproduce that? Yep. Huh. <laughs> I've seen those. (laughs) And you walk up to the guy and he goes, I know, I just can't find a replacement for it. Right. And I'll say, hey, but Mike Barr at metal-brightpolishing.com can take care of that. Yeah. And even Uh, once we do, if there's any paint work that needs to be on those emblems, we can put the paint back in there also. Okay, that's another question. What do you use? Like, testers typing enamel? It's just so everybody can understand. Yeah, we use enamel. Uh, Once we we chrome plate the part in whatever the part paint area Uh needs, we'll put a... um, 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 type of a primer, uh-huh. edge primer. Okay. We use edge primer on it, Okay. and then we put the colors on it, and then uh, it's all enamel. Okay. Some of them we use brushes, the small stuff we use brush stuff, uh-huh. the other stuff we spray on. Oh, okay, because I wondered how you didn't get around the, how you get yeah, around the brush small walls. brushes. Yeah, I can't, I, I just, I don't have the patience for that. Yeah. Okay, all right, so other words, so right now, you're, you're not busy, it's going to be busy in November. Right. So anyone in the U.S. that needs their parts rechromed, you can't give a price over the phone nor what I expect you to, right? Well, yeah, What what uh, with this uh, media, this Internet now, people, yeah. what they do, they take pictures of the parts and they email it to me. Okay. And that's the best way. All right, all right. Well, that's cool. So Metal Bright, what's your phone number, brother? Area code 937-278-9739. Say it one more time. Area code 937 937- Two seven eight nine seven three nine, and and you don't sponsor this show at all. We're just buddies, and I pay him to do my stuff. So I don't want anybody home going. I'm just plugging you because I don't get a dime from him. I just believe in his work, and sometimes in radio, we need to do that so we get the good people to get their stuff fixed right. Mike, I Thank appreciate you. your time, Thank brother. You. Thank you. Dude. All right, we'll talk to you soon. This is Street Rod. All right, it's Street Rod and Custom Radio with your host Dan Boots Lounge and Ryan Baker and the Fishbowl. The Covercraft products you know and trust are now available directly to you at Covercraft.com. You'll find custom car covers manufactured with high-performance fabrics, Carhartt seat covers in new Realtree camo patterns, dash mat dashboard covers, Colgan custom bras, specialty protection products from K9 covers, and a whole bunch more. Be sure to use the code DRIVE at checkout to receive free shipping in the continental U.S. Get protection for whatever you drive at Covercraft.com. Welcome back.
Backstreet Rod and Custom Radio. And that is good information from Tim McElhinney. What do you say, man? He just knows it, and we're not going to keep going over. But how about the Chrome stuff? Yeah, I mean, you, you, you are a self-proclaimed, and it's the fun. You're the only yeah. person I've ever heard say it, but Chromosexual. a chromosexual. Yeah, and I, you love Chrome. You I love, do. dude. When I see a big Packard bling. or a big, a big old fifty-seven olds with all that Chrome and all that, I, I'm sorry, I, I could be Mr. T. I had for years ago, back in the '90s, when I was rolling in the car business, I had more gold on me than. Then you had the starter kit, did you? Then the part of the Caesar's Palace in Vegas. I'm telling you what, I I love my big chains, and, I, and it wasn't that I was narcissistic or showing off. I just like it. Like like for me, I I I think it's for me. I would I like when people like my stuff, but I someday want to have a house that has a plexiglass room in the middle where all my cars are parked, so I can look at them. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I want to watch. I want to watch Monday Night Football and have my fifty-seven like on the other side I of the glass. See you doing that. Petting my dog and my cat, just chilling out. You would be the guy that has your house built around oh, your garage. I already got plans. <laughs> I want to. I want to have like a ten-stall garage and have like three, like a kitchen family area, room on and one then side. three apartments. So my daughter, because she lives with me, and I can just have it all set up and have have like my house now. I have pictures everywhere. It's almost like. You know, the Cribs or whatever those TV shows are. Mm-hmm. The ultimate car guy. Because I promise you, even Chip Foose don't have as much garbage in his house as I. I got an airplane wing as a table in the li- in the formal dining room. This is true. I do. I helped you move it. You did. I love that airplane wing. I mean, who else has an airplane wing in their garage? But someone else does. But then you go over and I have I have every Hot Rod magazine frame from in 1957. So I got January to December. Some guy, year. some guy passed away and left them to me, and I was choked up. Now, most people, I don't want any magazines. I think I got every magazine from 1960-something to the present. And it's actually cool the way it's displayed. It's pretty it's pretty cool on the wall there. Yep. I don't know, man. I, I'm really, I just love cars more. You know, when I, this is what's sad. When I go by a car accident, I don't want to see anybody hurt. But when I see the cars hurt, it bothers me. It bothers you. It eats me up. When I go by a graveyard, I go, what a waste of land. I go by a junkyard, I'm like, those poor cars. They'll never be safe. I saw one earlier today. Bumper ripped off yeah. the front end right in the middle of the street. Mm, terrible. <laughs> Everybody's standing around. Yeah. And you, you just hope the one guy has good enough insurance to cover stuff. So uh, let me ask you this, because okay. we've been talking about Chrome, and earlier we talked about trucks a little bit. All right. Do you like the old trucks back in the day with the smokestacks? Mm, yeah, nah. No, I, I'm not a big. I didn't know if maybe that. Well, they coal thing. rolling now. All the good old boys got their diesels all that are blacking out yeah. the whole intersection. I don't get that. I don't. I I don't know. Is it? I, I mean, it's a generational thing, and I get it. And I don't disrespect or hate or like it or whatever. I don't care, but I don't get it. It's like I don't get this whole new watching movies all day that you get online or Netflix or whatever. That, I, I, I'm sorry. I like going to a live NASCAR race. I like going to a live drag race. I mm-hmm. like going to car shows and meet the people. But like we said earlier, I don't want someone going out of their way to point out a chip in my car. I know where's a chip in my car. I'll show you. Five, here's where my latest thing. I'm really nice. I look at him and I smile and I go, yeah, I, uh, you want to see some more? What? Yeah, you pointed out a chip for me. I want to show you what was real. Look at where my, my tires rub. <gasps> look look here where my, my my glue has come loose on my interior. And by then, they feel bad. So instead of confronting, go, hey, buddy, I drive this. What the heck's your problem? Just show them other chips. You'll, you'll throw them totally off their game. Because it's usually if someone has a car in a garage that has a big block, that has a blower. It went seven seconds in the quarter rounds. It can do wheelies. The guy got killed in the war, and he got it for a dollar. We all heard those crazy stories. So kill him with kindness. 
Yeah, and that is pretty cool, though, that then people do realize that, hey, he really does take this car out and drive it, and, you know, he, he wants it to look nice, but he also is using it for a purpose. He likes cruising. In oh, yeah. Thing, you know? I, I mean, that's what I do. I, I have I have a show car that I drive, and I drive it, and I do a burnout in it, and I... I, 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 I think that's the way it should be, honestly. Yeah. I don't like that but again, I don't, you never drive I don't it. buy shows that, that don't drive their cars. Yeah. I, I mean, I've got a buddy that's got a glass floor in a 57 Chevy pickup. Wow. And in a rear end house, the 9-inch Ford's chromed. I mean, this was an ISE travel truck, and it, it, it only had front brakes. It didn't have rear brakes. I mean, this truck is amazing, but we converted it through, we talked to our buddies at AutoMotion, they converted it over to a streetable truck, and I was at a car show last weekend, he was there with it. I said, what if you hit a big bump or something, and that glass breaks? He goes, oh, hate to be behind that. Guess you're going to I mean, it's like a four by eight, paddle it. It's like a four by eight sheet of glass, tempered, like, storefront I, glass. I've seen boats like that down in Florida, like a tour boat that you go, it's got the glass really? bottom so I, you can my, see, but a car, that seems crazy. See, I'd freak out if a shark swam underneath of us. I'd be like, okay, I hope this glass is thick enough. I guess over in Chicago or somewhere, they got that little room that sticks out of the side, it's yeah. all glass. I'm out. Yeah, you know, you're not doing that. Lowest bitter glued it together, so I'm out. <laughs> anyway, we'll be back next week. Wonderful show. Thanks for, like you always do, line up great guests. And uh, Street Rod and Custom Radio, check us out. We'll be back next week. I'm Dan Boots, Lonjanette, and Ryan Baker was in the fishbowl the whole time. Where does the love for a car come from? If the car is a Subaru Legacy, the answer would be the symmetrical all-wheel drive. Power goes to all four wheels all the time for optimum grip. The Subaru Boxer engine's lower center of gravity makes the Subaru Legacy more responsive around corners and gets better fuel economy than front-wheel drive competitors. What you have then is a mid-size sedan with grip, handling, and enviable fuel economy. It's no wonder it turns people into people who love cars. Love. It's what makes a Subaru a Subaru.